Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the Book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with Him. And some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter. Chapter. These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims as well as recited regularly in congregation. So what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwi's Tafsir of Juz'amma. It is often said that Tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh Akram expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs and in his unique and inimitable manner makes them relatable. So, without further ado, let's begin this journey. Then Quran is coming to next thing. That actually is because very often, you know, people when people deny these things, you know, it is not that it is impossible. Sometimes they deny these things really because they don't believe in the messenger. If people know that this is coming from their Lord, you know, it is it, it easy to accept, but very often they deny because they don't know it is coming from, from, from their, their Lord. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is now want to consult the Prophet that you have been messenger like Musa al-Islam. He brought the message. And when the people denied him, what happened to those people? Similarly, the people who deny you, they have same same ending. So people who deny the day of judgment, they are not denying me. They are rejecting you. And rejecting you means you know, so, so much dangerous for the people. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the story of Musa al-Islam. And Firaun. Musa and Al-Islam Firaun's story will be mentioned in the Quran so many times, and there are so many lessons for the people. And inshallah, I'll, I'll, I'll explain something in the morning anyway, but I'm explaining something more, uh, more and more. You know, think really what is happening in the world. You know, people want to make philosophy, philosophical argument for the something. But most of the, those philosophical arguments really, they don't lead anywhere. They just befool the people or they make the sentence longer. That's what they do really. When people say that we want justice in the world, somebody can say justice means what I say. So you think you laugh at that. You say no, it is a dictatorship. Some people say no, justice means really that you know where something you know fits in this measurement, it is justice. People and then you become happy. It is real justice. See, this person does not make justice. What he say, he has a measurement. If things fit in the measurement, there is justice. He is befooling you. He basically wants to say justice meet what I say. But instead of saying that what I say, what he did, he made a measurement. And then he said to you, this is justice. But think properly, who made the measurement? He is the one who made measurement. So instead of saying that I justice meets what I say, he is just saying to justice means what fits here. But what I do actually, I just made it here, made like that. So I make a reference, but this reference is made by me. It is not by made someone else, by, by, by the creator. You know, that actually all the time keep, keep happening those. All the philosophy that people actually have been following, the Quran, you know, the Quran wants to make very clear all these philosophies, they're false. They're just actually coming to befool the people. That's why, you know, the Quranic way is there's no difference between Firaun and Aristotle. The only difference is Firaun is very clear. Firaun says, you know, this is what I'm doing, this is justice. Aristotle says, no, justice means, you know, something which, you know, fits in certain criteria, certain measurement, or all those things. Who made that? 
the Fironic, you can say Fironic was a word little simple. You know, like uh, you know, one of the Indian poet Akbar Allahabadi says about Firon, you katla se bachoke ubadanam nahota of soski Firon ko kalech kinesuji. So Akbar Allahabadi saying Firon, wa Firon wanted to kill all the children of Israel. So one way of the killing is the way Firon did. One of the way of killing is as the philosophers do. Because you know, his fear was that you know, the children of Israel, they grow up, and what they do? They rebel, and they don't listen to me, they don't, don't obey me, because they believe in God. So what he thought, if he kills them, then there will be no rebellion. So this is one way of thinking. The way the philosophers, no, don't do this thing. Just you know, build colleges and universities, and they send children of Israel there, and they learn your way of life, they listen to you. Simple thing. Both are the same thing. What Firaun is doing, Firaun wants to kill the people, so there will be no rebellion. But what philosophers do, they don't want to kill the people. They say, no, leave the people, just build colleges, build universities, make people learn there, and then they think as you think. Then you don't, don't have any rebellion. So that's why Akbar al Habadi said, Firaun would have not got a bad name of killing the children had he, had he been guided to build the colleges. See, one easy thing, had he made some colleges for children of Israel, things would have been so simple, so easy. Understand this thing properly. Nobody has any way to define your way of life. Nobody has authority. So if somebody says, live as I say, is wrong. Similarly, when somebody says, live as this system says to you, live, this is also wrong. Because that system was made by you. Understand properly. When somebody says, live as I say, is wrong. Similarly, when I said to you, live according to this system, that's also wrong. So at the end of the day, if you look properly, there's no difference between Fir'aun and Aristotle. You know, that's why the Quran keeps coming to people. Don't listen to these people. Don't listen to the philosophers. Listen to Musa al Islam. Listen to the revelation. You know, Iqbal said, you know, one of the poetic, I, I like this, it's so nice, he said. He said, Mu'jazai ahl fikr, falsafai pesh pesh. Mu'jazai ahl zikr, Musa of Fir'aun tur. If you want to look at the miracle of philosophers, what are the miracle, miracles is? Complicated philosophy, sophisticated philosophy. Just keep going around, around, leaving no ear. If you want to look at the miracles of the philosophers, of thinking people, just this you know, complicated philosophy, leading nowhere. If you want to know the miracles of the believers, miracles of the, you know, the people who, are, who obey their Lord, what there is? Musa, or Fir'aun, or Tur. Then read the story of Musa, Fir'aun, or Tur. It will tell you, it will, you, it will lead you. That are three things are there. You need Musa, Fir'aun, and Tur. Three things are combination of the whole story, basically. There is the Fir'aun, there is the Musa. Musa goes to Tur, gets a revelation, comes back to Fir'aun with a message. That is the miracle. This miracle actually this, you know, brings a new order for the world. That is mercy for the people, that is Rahma for the people. So at the end of the day, basically, whether people are living you know, under a dictatorship or people are living actually under any democratic system, at, at the end of the day, there's no difference. Because in both cases, the measurement has been made by the people, not by God, by the Creator. And Allah wants people to get the measurement sent by Him through Musa al-Islam, through the Prophet Muhammad So now the Quran is starting the, this story really. To, to console the Prophet to warn the Quraysh, and also to make very, very clear that if the people don't listen to happen to them, what happened to Fir'aun. And also to make another thing very clearly. That whenever people are need guidance and messenger comes, the way of the messenger is, you know, bring the message very clear, nicely, 
with full argument properly in a way that people don't feel to be threatened by you. They really feel that you want to give to them something. When Musa is appointed as a messenger to Firaun, and Firaun has been wronging Bani Israel for such a long time, you never can imagine such a something for any nation. He used to kill the children, and he used to keep the women alive. So he can, you know, he can basically wrong them. You know, it, it's not easy. Just imagine really if they're ruling in the world, you know, a far, a, an, against any community, whenever a child is born, he kills them. Can you live there? What will happen? Now Musa is sent to a, such a tyrant person. What do you expect? Allah is not asking him, go and rebel against him. Very nice message. Go, take a message very clearly. And also actually these things, one thing I also like to very, very clear. Many people think that Musa was a messenger only to Bani Israel, to children of Israel. This is not true. Musa was first or initially a messenger to Firaun. And the second thing was also no doubt to save Bani Israel. But the main thing was he messenger to Firaun. That's why he appointed, Allah appointed him to take the message to Firaun. Firaun has been ruling for so many hundred years in Egypt. All the wrongdoings and all the injustice. And now Musa is sent to Firaun. But language is soft, nice, clear message. The Quran is going to make that what is it? You know, tell us, tell, tell me what we do now. When we are tyrant in any part of the world, what we do? We complain against the tyrant. We make, you know, the opinion of the people against the tyrant unite them to take away the power from, from, from him, that's what we do, protest. We never, never actually thought properly to guide that person, to make effort to guide that person, to take the message, to, to give him something. We never think like that. What we do actually is another way. We just basically want to, to share the space with him. We say, you have been ruling for so many years, let's also rule. Allah did not send Musa Islam to ask Firaun, you have been ruler of Egypt for such a long time, now leave it, give it to me. What is the message like that? Did Musa al-Islam, was Musa al-Islam commanded that, you know, uh, make opinion of Egyptian people against, against Firaun? Write books and literature, produce literature and make opinion of Israel against Firaun, the protest and march? One person. Actually, first Allah commanded him alone. Go to Firaun. Musa al-Islam said, how can I go alone? I have fear. They will kill him. Appoint my, my brother. He said, no. Go. Yeah, I appoint you. Listen to you. Go and don't fear. Innani I am with both of you, and I see with you, and I hear with you. Don't, don't fear Firaun. Take the message. And Firaun knows that Musa has not come to take from him anything. He has come to give. And when you come as a giver, then your fear becomes deep in the heart. When you come as a challenger, as, as something to take, you do a different thing. You know, for many, many, you know, many, many decades, actually, many, many Muslims, they have made actually Islam you know, threat, you know, threat for the ruling powers. And people become scared of this name of Islam because we present Islam like that. Many people think Islam means really to take their chair. Islam means to take away power from them. Islam does not mean it. Islam means to help people. Islam means to save the people. You come to the ruler's state. No, we don't want the power from you. We just want to save you. You are going to the fire of hell. Listen to us. Listen to the message. To understand this properly, basically. No doubt, really, Firaun, what Firaun has been doing is very bad. But the way is how to get rid of that thing is not fight the person. Make a fight between him and Allah SWT. Listen to Allah SWT. Follow his commands. Allah will take care of him. So there Musa was appointed to take the message. So the Quran is Al-Ataka Hadith of Musa. Has the news of Musa, story of Musa has come to you. The Prophet Muhammad has so much similarity with, with, with Firaun. So many, so many ways. So much similarity between Musa and between Firaun. So Quran is Al-Ataka Hadith of Musa. Has the story of Musa. 
you know, has the, you know, that story has come to you. When Musa's Lord called him in the sacred valley, sacred valley of Tawa. So some people say Tawa actually is the name of that valley uh, in, in, in Tur, in Sinai. And some people have different meaning of Tawa. Most, more, most people say it is the name of the place where Allah SWT called Musa Salam. Just think really, what the way is really? Whenever there is any tyrant, any power which misleads the people, what the way is? The way is you receive the revelation from your Lord and then you follow the revelation. Musa is going to face Fir'aun. The way is he's going to now receive a revelation and then follow command. He does not know what will happen. Nothing. Allah SWT did not tell him what will happen at the end. Allah SWT just asked him to follow my command step by step. You know, and the end will emerge. Your story will emerge. It will emerge. We people don't do this thing really. We don't take the revelation of Allah We don't take message from him. You know how the Quran has made things, we don't make it. And that occurs if we keep struggling. Whenever there is a tyrant, the way we have been doing actually is never way of the messengers. When Muslim countries have been ruled by the foreign powers, the way Muslims did rebel against this power, that's not the way of Allah The way is not that you know you make this that we want to be ruled by us, not by foreigners. Allah did not make like that. He never made, and you can see in Algeria, in how many, you know, 100,000 people have been killed on the name of the freedom. And what happened after that? Are the people free now? Are the people happy? Have they got what they wanted? Because that is not the way. It is not, it is not really the main thing that you are ruled by your people or you rule by somebody else. It is not the main thing. The main thing actually is you should be ruled by a law of Allah. That is the main thing. There should be someone who rules you according to law of Allah. You need to take, guide people to the law of Allah the way of Allah that you need. It doesn't matter who's ruling you. And you can see really in the world, always people have been ruled by the foreigners and they have been happy if the rules have been fine. It is not the foreigners rule this problem. You know, when there are another dynasty in the same Egypt, before this Firaun dynasty, and there are foreigners. The people from Syria or from somewhere else, from Middle East, you know, they came to Egypt, they conquered it, and they controlled it, they have been living there. And they ruled the Egypt for so many hundred, you know, hundreds of years, and it was fine. And people have no complaint because you know, it was such nice justice and all those things. Sulaiman al-Islam has been ruling such a big part of the world, and people are happy. People don't understand what the real problem is. To Allah SWT, the problem is not whether you are being ruled by a foreigner or by your own people. The problem is that people, if people don't know this life or the hereafter, if people don't know the command of Allah SWT, we Muslims have been making the, you know, this mistake again and again. We don't actually want to take it from revelation. This is not our worry. We actually made new worry. We think actually the war of independence something sacred. This is not a sacred thing. The thing in Islam actually is make effort to bring the command of Allah, make effort to establish the worship of Allah on the face of that, on yourself and on everybody. We never made something like that. Now Musa al-Islam has been chosen to go to Fir'aun. Revelation comes. Musa is not taught that go and rebel against him. Go and take away the power from him. No. Simple thing Allah SWT is saying. What Allah SWT said, Musa is saying, When Musa is the Lord called him in the sacred valley of Tawa, what he called him? Idhab ila Fir'auna innahu tagha. Go to Fir'aun, go to Pharaoh, because he has exceeded all the boundaries all the bounds. Allah has made the bound, 
he exceeds all the bounds. And I made it very clear, when people have desire, then the world becomes the main purpose. They just want to enjoy the worldly life. And when this becomes your purpose, then you want to make your way of life which fits in that way a purpose. That is exceeding the bounds. Allah SWT has not given no authority to you that you can make for yourself your way of life. He did not make like that. If anybody makes like that, it means taga. It means that they exceed the, all the boundaries. You know, if you read actually, Firaud did so many things for his people, so many nice things for his people. He was very good for his people. He just wanted them to enjoy the life. But no, actually, Allah SWT did not like that. Reason is because he is doing something which he, for which he has no authority. He has no authority to, to choose for the people how they're going to live. This must come from Allah SWT. So Allah is saying, Inna taga. You know, he exceeds the limit. He exceeds all the bounds against Allah SWT, against the people as well. Because, you know, because he does not want to lose his power, so any people who can be a threat for his power, he killing them. He killing our, our Bani Israel. You know, the story of uh, Musa and uh, Firaun in this surah is very short. Because Quran just wants to come to, you know, concise the whole message. But it has come, you know, much, much detail, you know, many uh, 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 other verses. So this Taga thing has been come in Surah Taha. Uh, if you look uh, in the verse number 24 and 43 in Surah Taha. The verse number 24 and 43 both. When the Quran said to Musa again, Idhab ila Firauna innahu taga. Same sentence. Idhab ila Firauna innahu taga. And then the verse number 43 is when Musa asked Allah SWT, appoint my brother as well as my, my supporter. So when both have been appointed, then the Quran said, Idhaba ila Firauna innahu taga. So the first command was, O Musa, you go to Firaun because Firaun has exceeded all the bounds. When Musa Islam said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh my, uh, my Lord, I, know, I, I fear him because you know, I have done all these things. So then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala appointed his brother as well. And then both are appointed. So then the Quran said, ila innahu taga. Both of you go to Firaun because he has exceeded the limit, taga. And same taga has been used uh, in, in Surah Al-Alaq, in the story of the Prophet sallallahu So you can see. When people have enough resources of this world, you know, and they prefer this world anyway, then they exceed the limit. Then basically they make all the laws which can help them to have maximum enjoyment of the world. That you can see really, that how the world now, the way of the life of the people actually is, that you know, they can make maximum enjoyment from this life. Though they don't get really, because people worried and the fear, that from Allah SWT, the people still have the same problems. But people are making effort really. You can see really that how people, you know, like people's hours are working. People work five days a week, eight hours every day, and then they have weekend. So when they can enjoy their life and spend the money and this and that, you know, they, they want to do like, so you can see really the way the world is, that they're making effort that, you know, to make, those, to make that way of life which can guarantee the maximum enjoyment of this life. That Quran called Tughyan. Tughyan means when you prefer this world and then you make law, you know, which can help you to make more and more enjoyment. That's what means. When you exceed all your bounds. 
because this is not a purpose. This is not meant. If you look in the Quran properly, you can see to Ghiyan always meant actually when it prefer, people prefer this world. When the purpose becomes to enjoy enjoyment of this world. And now think really, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not want unbelievers to enjoy this world, and any law which help people to enjoy this world and forget the hereafter, Quran, Quran does not like that. Imagine if people use Sharia for the same purpose. They implement Sharia, but the purpose becomes to make enjoyment in this life. Will Allah like, like that? Will Allah allow people to, to have Sharia to, for enjoyment? That is the Jewish way. What Jews actually did, they used the laws. Why? So they can actually get more profit and more enjoyment in this world. And that's why Isa Islam came. Isa Islam came, said, no, leave the laws. These are deceiving to you. Musa, Isa Islam comes. Musa, Isa Islam comes, brings people to Islam Iman. If you don't have Iman, if you don't have Islam, and you only have Sharia, this Sharia is going to deceive you. This Sharia is going to do the same thing what any laws does. If people use the, because if people don't know the purpose, if people don't have their Qibla properly, if not, people don't know their orientation properly, then Islamic law and other laws, there's not much difference. Islamic laws only can be helpful if people have got Iman Islam. If people have no Iman Islam, Islamic law never can be helpful. Same Islamic law can be used for worldly purpose. Islamic laws can be used to enjoy in, for enjoyment in this world, as Jews have been doing. Jews do exactly Jews used to implement Sharia. They also have law. But now if you look at the Bible properly, read the Bible, you can see how much Isa Islam criticized Jews, criticized law. Because they made the law for enjoyment, for making more money. So Isa Islam is left. He said, I want to leave this thing, come to Iman Islam. To understand this thing properly, in all the time of decline, when Muslims start decline, they must follow the way of Isa Islam. Isa Islam is the prophet messenger of the time of decline and of the time of weakness. And Musa is an example for the believers when the people have glory and the power. Then you must implement the Sharia. You have got Iman Islam, Allah has given you enough. Now you know, thank Allah Taala. You got a state, implement Allah's law. But when people have no Islam, Iman has gone, people are Muslim only by name, by identity, by belonging, then Sharia is not going to help them, bring them back to Islam and Iman. So this, this must be kept in mind. That I'm trying to say, that Tughiyan. Tughiyan basically means when the orientation is to basically to enjoy this world. When that becomes orientation, then people don't follow Allah's command. And if they follow it, they use Allah's commands in a way it can help them to make more enjoyment. So they before actually the Islamic, they basically misuse the Islamic law. They want to use it to make more enjoyment. Allah does not make like that. It's Tughiyan. So now Firaun has Tughiyan, and now Firaun, Musa al-Islam has been sent to, to fight him. So the Quran said, ila Fir'auna innahu tagha. Go to Fir'aun. You know, he is, he has done Tughiyan. He has exceeded the limit. He has exceeded all the bounds. Again, you can see Idhab, move. You can see really, is this surah, one thing actually is striking, this surah is, this surah has all those words which have movement, moving, like Sabihat, like Nashitat, like Naziat, Sabiqat, Sabqa, all the time in movie, Rajifa, movements is there. Similarly, Musa is command, go. You can see really, this word actually is not rest. It is not the word of, you know, resting and enjoying. It is not like that. Keep moving. Whether you are believers or unbelievers, movements are happening. So now Allah Sahota commanded Musa, go to Fir'aun. Think really, Musa al-Islam has left Fir'aun. Why? Because of the fear that, you know, because he killed somebody there. And now Musa al-Islam think if he goes back, they will kill him. And he left the whole thing. But did Allah accept his hijrah? No. Allah commands him, go back. So this is actually another lesson. 
whenever Muslims they leave any place, they do any hijra, but not for the sake of Allah it becomes obligatory upon them to cancel the hijra, to abandon the hijra, and to come back. Because their, your way is not actually that you run away from Firaun. It is not the way. The way basically is to face Firaun, to guide him. To Musa al-Islam left Firaun because his fear was that he will kill him. That's what the right, right, right thing. After that, Allah says, command said, no, go back to Firaun. And Musa makes excuse. If I go, he will kill. Allah said, no, go, I will support you. I will help you. So that's why Muslims are not allowed to leave the places just because, you know, worldly matters and without the message. No, give the message. If you give the message properly and still people don't listen to you, then Allah will command you to leave. The hijrah will come. That hijrah is the right hijrah. But any hijrah before conveying a message properly, it is not right hijrah. That hijrah must be cancelled. Like Musa had to cancel his hijrah. Like Yunus al-Islam, he left his people before Allah commanded him. Then what happened? Allah said to Musa to Yunus al-Islam, no, go back. And Allah said, we sent back Yunus al-Islam, ila mi'ati alifin aw yazidun. We sent him back to 100,000 people or more than that. We sent him back. Otherwise, if hijrah is true, you are not allowed to go back. The Prophet did not like his companions to settle in Makkah. Even when he had conquered the Makkah, still he did not like. And one of the companions, Khawla, you know, he died in Makkah. The Prophet did not like that. He did not like any companions to die in Makkah al-Mukarramah. He wanted them to die in Medina because they had done hijrah. So when hijrah is done properly according to command of Allah, you don't need to come back. You only come back as a conqueror. But then you don't settle there. You change the world. But if you do hijrah before Allah's command, that hijrah is actually meaningless. Like, you know, many people did hijrah from, from India to Pakistan, and they call them muhajir. But they're not muhajir, not hijrah. They do basically what a, a, any Indian Muslims do, enjoy their life. Is there any difference between these muhajirin and Indian Muslims? Tell me. You left India, but you know, are you better than Indian Muslims? Those people who call themselves muhajir, if you go in Pakistan, in Karachi, I have been there, if you look at them, you don't find any difference between them and Indian Muslims. Some of them pray, so some people also in India pray. Some of them are ulama, so there are also ulama in, in India. But most of them, they are busy enjoying their life in this world. Same in Indian, Indian Muslims. What is this hijrah? Is this hijrah for Allah? You can call yourself muhajir, but you are not muhajir in life, Allah ta'ala. Understand this, al-muhajiru man hajara man hallahu anhu wa rasooluhu. Muhajir is the one who abandons, who leaves those which Allah and his messenger have forbidden. Muhajir is not that you leave a land. Make hijrah by mind before you make physical hijrah. Hijrah, mental hijrah is before, before physical hijrah. People should make hijrah from the mind. Move from the sins. Move from the disobedience of your Lord. You know, come to obey Him. If you can't do that, you can't do real that, that hijrah. Companions of the Prophet they did mental hijrah. They did hijrah from the mind, from the heart. Then they did physical hijrah. We people want to do physical hijrah, what? Why? Because we want to enjoy more life. Because we think if we are under Hindu government, Hindu rule, so we don't have any space. We can't be ministers. We can't have ambition, big ambition. So let's go to a place where we can have more enjoyment. This is not a hijrah for Allah This is hijrah to do, do more sins. To understand this thing properly. That you know, hijrah, many Muslims in this country, they always ask, we want to, and I've seen in Oxford as well, and in many places, you know, 10 years back, or 15 years back, I have seen people, they left in this country. And we ask them why. They said, because this country is so bad, you know, for education and this and that, and Muslims cannot learn, cannot children, actually all those things, and we are going to have safe place in Pakistan, they learn. And then within a few years, they got back. And we asked them what happened. They said, Pakistan is worse than here. So you know, this, what, what this hijrah is? Why didn't you think before? 
you know, do, do hijra from the mind, you know, mental hijra before the real, before, before the physical hijra. So you see now how Quran is commanding Musa Alisan to go to Firaun. But to go Firaun to, for what purpose? To take away the kingdom from him? To share the whole thing from him, with him? You know, I really, I, I, I know this thing, you know, that when, when the protests were happening against Hossein Warak, one of the arguments was put against him it was in Egypt that you have ruled Egypt for 30 years enough. Leave for other people. Is this argument here in the Quran? That, oh, Firaun, you have ruled Egypt for 30 years, for 100 years, that's enough. Give other people chance. Is, is, is it the argument here? This is not the argument. If we don't come to the real message, Allah is not going to help us. If you don't become Musa to the Firaun, then Allah is not going to destroy Firaun. You know, if you want Firaun to be destroyed, you need to be Musa. If you don't be Musa, Musa's follower, Firaun never can be destroyed. You know, Musa al-Islam has no greed. He does not want this world. He does not want to rule Egypt. He leave, see, he left Egypt. This whole world, nothing for him. Musa has no interest in this thing. People who take Musa's name, if they interest in, in this world, they are not Musa's follower. You know, you say we follow Musa al-Islam, we don't follow Musa al-Islam. Musa al-Islam has dignity. You know, Musa al-Islam has respect. Musa al-Islam believes in his Lord. He does not go to take anything from Firaun. He does not like what Firaun has. Actually, he has grown up in the Firaun's palace. He knows Firaun, what Firaun, Firaun has got. He should be more greedy. He should be more keen to come back to life of palace. No, he has no interest in Firaun's palace. He does not want to take it back. So, you know, the thing that the Quran said to him, Idhab ila Firauna, innahu taga, go to Firaun. He has rebelled, he has kissed all the bounds. And then do what? Very nicely. You know, when the people, they do Tughyan, they rebel, the only thing we have got against them is to save them. That's one thing. And when you save them, don't hate them. Go, come to save them with the language of the softness, with love, not with the hatred. People should not feel that you hate them. People should not feel that you are jealous of them. They should not know. Allah's command is, even if Musa has to come to Firaun, Musa has to use nice language. Somebody came to Mamun Rashid, one of Basir Kalif, and a very rough language, and you know, criticizing him. So Mamun said to that person, that preacher, that Allah sent someone better than you. Sent to someone who was worse than me, and said to him what? Speak nicely, with softness. You know, Musa, such a great passenger, is being sent to Firaun. Such, such, you know, worldly person. But Allah's command is what? Look in, in Surah, uh, Surah Taha, where Quran, uh, Quran says in the verse number 44, Then both of you speak with Firaun very soft manner, very soft language. Actually, this, you know, I really, I would like, because many, many Muslims, I have seen really, many preachers, when they preach, they become so, so harsh, really, in their manner, in their speak against the people. If somebody does not pray, they will curse the person. They really don't know how to, how, how to, how to help people, how to save people. They don't know how to preach. You know, bring the love. Don't you, don't you learn nice manner? If you preach to anybody, before preaching, you need to learn really how to preach. How to, when you say something nicely, with softness, in a proper manner, people, people learn that. People can say, Musa is sent now to Firaun to save him from the fire of hell. But no, they still the command is, be nice. The Quran says, فَقُولَ لَهُ قَوْلَ لَجِّنًا Speak with him softly. لَعَلَّهُ يَتَذَكَّرَ أَوْ يَخْشَى Why? Because if you are soft, then it could be that he remembers. Your reminding can help him. 
and then it could be that he fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do you see how Quran is connected between softness and between fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When people are reminded with softness, with nice manner, then it makes them to learn. It makes them to think properly. But if you come with somebody who is already intoxicated in the power, they are not going to listen to you. If you come with a harsh language, they, are going to, they, they have to crush you. They have to fight you. Understand that, that actually what happening in the Middle East is now that basically people think that you know, there are a group uh, in, 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 in the Muslim world. Uh, you know, and if they get the power with the name of Islam, they are threat for all of us. So now you can see all those rulers, they unite against these people. Not because these people are wrong. It's not the purpose, thing. The people actually, they are no doubt the righteous people. They, you know, they can be best people in, in, in that land. But the thing actually is people feel them as a threat for the power. And the people of the power, they enjoy the power so much. They, they could do anything, but they can't leave the chair. You know, Sheikh Ulusan Rehra Hamulat says, once there was a you know, big meeting of Arab rulers, and he was also uh, 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 invited there. So he said, Hafiz Asad, the father of Bashar Asad, he was there. So he said very nicely, he, he said, you know, very clearly, that I can break the chair, but I can't leave the chair. This is how rulers are. They can break the chair, but they can't leave the chair. It's impossible for them. The only way, basically, is come as Musa comes to Pharaoh. If you come to challenge them, they will do every single thing. They will like to kill you, they can get rid of you. They can't do any, 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 any dirty thing because they have no shame. They have no morality against you because, every, you know, because they have so many support and helpers. They don't care about you. So the way is, come nicely and then Allah will help you. So Musa Islam comes to Pharaoh and the Quran said, فَقُولَ لَهُ قَوْلًا لَجِّنًا Say nicely, you know, it's a soft thing. And the ulama say what, he, what Allah means by that is this verse. فَقُولْ هَلْ لَكَ إِلَىٰ أَن تَزَكَّى Then say to Pharaoh this thing. Yeah. Say to him, هَلْ لَكَ إِلَىٰ أَن تَزَكَّى And say to him, will you, are you have an interest, are you interested to be reformed? What tazakka means? You know, it is tazakka actually is coming from the dua of Ibrahim al -Islam. Ibrahim al the message basically was, the core of the message was, that when the messenger comes, his purpose should be to purify people from all the dirts of the world. People we hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you. Remember to tune in for the next one. For more insightful content in full HD quality on tafsir and other Islamic sciences such as hadith, fiqh, Arabic prose, grammar and morphology, as well as Islamic history, female scholarship and much, much more, subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen.tv. That's D-E-E-P-D-E-E-N.tv. Don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and show your support. Please click on the donate button and give whatever you can. Our institution is dependent on the generosity of donors like yourselves.